Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hi guys, Sensei James Leonelli here to talk to you about another one of our sponsors, LMNT, an electrolyte drink mix. Each one of these little packets gives you exactly what you need to keep you as hydrated as all us athletes like to be. If you're like me, you work out a lot, and when you work out a lot, you also sweat a lot. Now, when we sweat, we don't lose just water, of course. We also sweat out salt. We sweat out electrolytes. So each one of these packets contains 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium, giving you everything that you need in order to maintain optimal hydration and nothing that you don't. So to go online, place an order for your sample pack, and to get yourself a bonus free sample pack, you're going to go to this website right here, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. You're going to see this down in the video below, but I'll say it one more time for you, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. Again, it's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys this week's food for thought. And as we embark on uh, that journey, I want to start uh, by just kind of putting a little reminder out there 
uh, in terms of what we spoke about in our last couple weeks, and that is those New Year's goals that we all have for ourselves. Myself, uh, may Kai and Riley do it, Mrs. Sensei's got a couple as well, all my staff did it as well. So nonetheless, um, making sure that we're making progress. I know I've got a, a you know track tracking going of some of the things that I've been working on in terms of like cold plunges, strength training sessions, that kind of stuff. Um, I made sure that I've been tracking my progress with those uh, for sure along the whole way. Um, so please make sure to continue to do that. And like I said, if you need someone to hold you accountable, you know whether you're my student or not, you're a listener of mine, I'll be more than happy uh, you know, to check in with you about your progress and so forth. And we absolutely can talk about that. And uh, you know, social media is a great place to do it and anywhere else by all means. But nonetheless, uh, a, a great place for us to start there mentally um, and just kind of get ourselves in that goal mindset because when you're someone who sets and achieves goals for yourself, that becomes part of your identity. Just like we know that person who identifies themselves as a klutz or identifies themselves as late or they identify themselves as the person who loses stuff all the time. By the same token, we also can identify ourselves in positive manners. Right? Someone who's always on time, someone who's always prepared, someone who's always responsible with their things and always knows where they are. And, <clears throat> excuse me, part and parcel with that is the person who is a goal crusher, that person who sets and achieves goals over and over and over again. And I think along, it goes along with the mindset that I've discussed before when talking about like me doing my cold plunges and stuff. And, you know, when I do those, not only is there physiological benefits, but to me, there's a big psychological benefit that A, I know no matter how hard my day gets, nothing is going to be more difficult than those few minutes. And B, it's a, a moment for me to remind myself who I am. I'm the guy who does hard stuff and, and I do it by choice. So that way when life throws me hard stuff, I'm not nearly as knocked off, off kilter. Um, so again, make sure you have your goals, make sure you continue to working on them. Really kind of turn ourselves into that, that achiever mindset, that person who sets up and knocks down goals left and right. The more we do that, the more momentum we build in that way. So that, that's number one. Number two, I was talking about it in previous weeks, and I can start to talk about it a little more freely now. So we are about to embark on the 90-day challenge in Tiger Shulman's. Uh, January 22nd will be day one of our 60-day challenge. So uh, in years past, we had done 90 days. We did 90 days, and um, what happens is when there's that many weeks and that many days, it's a lot easier to kind of defer things off for tomorrow. Like, oh, you know, having a bad day today doesn't matter because like, I'll just start tomorrow. Or like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll get back on track tomorrow. I, I know I fell off this weekend, but, you know, I'll be back on it tomorrow. I'll be back on it next week. And that mindset didn't really help us. It's much easier to really get after it for those for 60 days instead of 90 uh, and really just have an awesome experience, really build your health, really build your fitness, really help your nutrition to take your goals to the next level. And as I had mentioned, um, I was working on something pretty cool and I'm continuing to work on it with a, a panel of experts, um, a few people who I think are going to help people be able to take their 90 day challenge and take it to like the even higher level. So what that would mean would be is we're going to have three experts uh, who are going to be part of a webinar hosted by a fourth person. 
uh, Joshu Diana Z from, from Marseille and other locations. Um, she's our host and she's going to host a weekly webinar where she will have Sensei Mike Stein, who is a habits expert, who is fantastic at preparation, at the little subtle changes that are necessary in order to build better habits. Sensei Stein has been a guest on this podcast a couple of times. So if you're a regular listener, you already know who I'm talking about. Additionally, we have Sensei Muna Holland from our North Plainfield location, and uh, she's a professional mixed martial arts fighter, a Golden Gloves champion. But what she really is, is she's an unbelievable motivator. She's unbelievable at helping you identify the little hero within you that you need in order to better achieve your goals. Right. And then on top of that, the, our, our final expert, Clay Johnson, who is a, a physique and bodybuilder uh, competitor. He's won all sorts of competitions in that realm and helped other people win all sorts of contests in that realm as well. So uh, another person who's great at nutrition, who's great at fitness, who's really going to help everybody take everything to the nth degree. So not only, um, not only is it going to help get this expertise to a whole bunch of people, but even more importantly, it gives three direct experts who are absolute experts in their field rather than just the individual instructor in the individual school who you know has a, a limited knowledge, but more importantly, they can only answer so many questions on, on a daily basis. And on top of that, they're also only going to have, you know, uh, so many opportunities to answer questions and they're going to be pulling information from a limited number of questions. So for example, if I had 25 students on the 90 day challenge in my school, well, then I only have 25 people who are going to ask me questions and only 25 minds thinking about questions. When realistically, if I'm involved with this and there's 300, 400, 500 people who are a part of this, now those 300, 400, 500 people, they have the ability to ask questions that others don't, that, you know, my 25 would not have thought of. And now that's going to make me think about things differently. It's going to make me approach things differently. And again, they don't have to do it with just me. There's all those other experts as well that'll be there to, to help. So again, something pretty exciting. If you're a Tiger Shulman student or a Tiger Shulman's parent or whatever, definitely reach out to the staff in your school. Get yourself squared away because what a better way to start off your journey towards your fitness goals this year than getting a weekly webinar with a panel of experts who you'll have access to via text, via email, on social media, so that you'll be able to pick their brains and really get it going, get the best out of, of whatever it is that, that you're hoping to achieve whatever work that you put in. And that kind of brings me to my main mindset uh, for this week. And it kind of, it was a question raised earlier today by Shion Shulman at the end of our instructor training. And I loved it. It was just this really, really awesome thought. And the awesome thought was, was very simply, you know, why do we respect physical prowess? Why is it that we as human beings respect physical prowess? And the answer is kind of a primal one. It's kind of one that goes back in our DNA, right? Because when we see someone who is spectacularly physically skilled at something, we know a couple of things about that person. Um, number one, it goes back to that primal part of our brain. Like when I say physical prowess, obviously I could be talking about self-defense, but there are other 
avenues of physical prowess. Um, any measure of athletic event, for example, would be another example of physical prowess. But let's stick with the idea of self-defense for right now. So when we th see someone who's extraordinarily extraordinarily skilled, I should say, when it comes to physical prowess, to self-defense in this case, primarily, our brain tells us, oh, there's someone who could protect themselves and their loved ones and the tribe and all of that. And that's something that is in our DNA from way, way back. Uh, and we haven't shaken it off yet, no matter how many generations we are out of the cave. So understanding that, we understand why we have such a respect and such a love and such an admiration for physical prowess. But now take that physical prowess and, and bring it out of just the world of knowing how to defend yourself. When we think about the world of sports, of athletics, and when I say sports and athletics, I mean every type of sports and athletics. I don't just mean the NFL. I don't just mean MMA. I don't just mean baseball. I don't just mean gymnastics. Like there's everything in that world of athletics is part of an example of physical prowess, right? When the Olympics come on and it's the Summer Olympics and I see a gymnastics athlete who pulls off this amazing floor exercise that flows together well with unbelievable skills and body control and accuracy and, and, and poise and precision, I see a level of physical prowess that I know can't be cheated. It can't be gifted. My mom and dad didn't buy that on Amazon Prime Day. No, we only got there because we put lots and lots and lots of work into that skill. The same is true with every other area of physical prowess, right? Because it's funny, it may not be a, an, a skill that we would seek out, right? Like, I don't necessarily see myself seeking out the skills to do a gymnastics floor exercise. Not something that correlates with my brain, it's something I want to be able to do. But I'm still impressed by it. I'm still blown away by how skilled that athlete is. And it really astounds me because I know that that person had to put years into it. I know that person didn't make it to the, to the Olympics, I should say, because mommy and daddy knew somebody. Uh, they didn't make it to the Olympics because the, the coach you know, liked their personality better than the other personality. No. Sports, are, sports and physical prowess, it is pure meritocracy. Right? There, there is no popularity contest whatsoever, right? Like, I remember back in elementary school, back when we had our first, like, student council. We had our student council um, meetings, and, and uh, or rather, uh, when um, there's, like, the debates and everybody was running for student council, was trying to, like, make all their million-dollar promises. And it was funny because, you know, there, I think I ran for student council one time, now that I'm thinking about it. But, you know, that being a big popularity contest, that's subjective, right? And I remember kids up there making all sorts of false promises. Oh, I'm going to make sure that there's ice cream for free at the cafeteria every single lunch for everybody. I'm going to make sure that this and this and this. I'm going to make sure we're allowed to chew, chew gum in class. All this stuff that was completely against the rules. And they were promising they were trying to do it. But what are they trying to do? They're trying to, you know, let it be a popularity contest, which it, at the end of the day it kind of was. Um, not there's anything wrong with that. That's just the type of contest it was. But we know sports are not like that, right? The Yankees feel the team, and when they field those nine athletes in the team, or on the field, I should say, 
they're not filming they're not filling the nine athletes that they like the best or the ones it's not like george steinbrenner's son is playing shortstop just because he's george steinbrenner's son right it, there's no such thing as that there's no such thing as nepotism and physical prowess right it, there's no way around it the only way to get to that spectacular end goal is lots and lots and lots of time lots of effort lots of discipline and dedication and that's the only way to get there which is why we respect it so much it's along with a great physique right you see someone who's built who looks really good who looks big and strong you know that person it can't be cheated how they got there again they even if they quote-unquote cheated and they use performance enhancing substances they still got to do the work for those performance enhancing substances to work it's not like oh i decided i'm going to go on trt or steroids or whatever to make my muscles bigger i'm just going to you know inject it and then just hope for the best no you've still got to get in there and actually do the work to make the muscle grow the way that the trt or steroids would help it but i digress right even if you quote unquote cheat your way there you can't cheat the work the work can't be cheated can't be right which is why it's something that we respect so much you see someone who's in great shape who is built who's big who's strong that speaks to us on a primal level because we know they got there by the power literally of their own two feet and arms and everything else that's how they got there there was no cheat there was no shortcut even if they used something that they probably shouldn't have then all it does is help their recovery they still gotta do the work they still have to be in for the work right and that holds true with every area of sport right you could maybe know somebody to get a tryout for the yankees organization but you don't get to stay in the yankees organization as a player right maybe in the back office but as a player you don't get to stay on the field just because your daddy knows somebody just because your mommy is friends with somebody who is uh, friends with George Steinbrenner or like some of that family or, you know, the, uh, anybody else on that team, it, it doesn't happen. Those athletes on the field are the best nine athletes, the best nine baseball players that the Yankees could find and afford to put on their team. So if we understand that, it really, it really hits home as to why physical prowess, as to why we covet and why we look at sport in the light that we do, right? It's fu it's very very funny when I see two athletes in the cage when I'm at flex fights and I'm I'm watching the two fighters compete, and it's obvious to me. One guy wrote down, "I've been training for four years," and I can see they really have been training for four years. They've put into work for those four years, and then there's the other people who write something vague like, "Oh, I've been training for a long time." or many years, or they write four years. But then you see like, how long with this gym? One month. So now, did you really train for four years or did you take your first class four years ago? And then you kind of maybe hopped around for some groups for a little while, then another group for a little while, then another group for a little while. Now you're here, right? Again, when we see all that, all that does is it speaks to us, <coughs> excuse me, of someone who has put in the work versus someone who wants to say they put in the work. Can't compare.
You cannot compare the two, right? The, the dabbler, the hobbyist, the person who goes from place to place to place to place. You spend a couple weeks here, take th- you know three months off, a couple weeks there, a couple months off. When that happens, yeah, the the clock has been ticking for their first class since four years ago. But if you add it all the time together, that they have it's less than six months. So again, that we were sport. We were, I can see that that meritocracy right in front of my face. I can see how this person has dedicated themselves. They've committed themselves to a coach and they've put in the work and their skills tell the tale. The other person didn't and their skills tell the tale. That's the other thing about physical prowess is it's extraordinarily honest. We know there's a meritocracy. We know it can't be gifted to us, but it's, it's very honest. It's funny, they say in life there's only a couple of things that are completely honest. Uh, drunks, toddlers, and yoga pants. Um, you can add meritocracy to that list. right? I'll never forget, I, um, I was reading a silly article about something a while back. And it was an ad for someone who needed a specific hospital certification. I forget what it was. We'll say like CNA, just to make life simple. And uh, lady responds to the to the ad, and uh, the person who's who's receives the message has a conversation with the lady, and the person the um, hiring person was like, "Okay, well, you have a CNA," and the other lady's like, "No, I don't, but you can just vouch for me." And the hiring lady's like, "No, no, I can't. I don't know you at all. Number one, and number two." Uh, there's like a state board for all this stuff. But number three, what would happen if this lady did get this job? Now she has this job that requires this level of certification, this level of skill. She don't have it. She doesn't have it. So now she's going to show up to the job and the meritocracy is going gonna, is gonna to make the, the, the truth just shine right out in her face. And that, my friends, is why we respect physical prowess, skill, sport, athletics, meritocracies, because we know it doesn't boil down to who you know. It doesn't boil down to mommy and daddy got you there. It doesn't boil down to how rich this person was or how rich they weren't. It doesn't boil down to any of that. When you look at people who made their way to really high levels in athletics, it doesn't matter if they were have or have nots. What matters is the work that was put in the talent that was cultivated, the skill that was built, right? You could have all the private coaches in the world, every single one. You could have the best. You could be coached by this person and this person, this person, this person, this person. But if you don't put in as much work as that kid in, in the wrong, on the wrong side of the tracks, if he puts in more work than you, by the time those high school tryouts come out, well, that kid from the wrong side of the tracks is going to beat you onto the team. Right? The coach doesn't care where he comes from. The coach doesn't care how many private coaches you had. All the coach cares about is winning. And you'll be able, your skills will tell the tale real, real quick as to whether or not you're going to be able to help that coach win. So thinking about that, thinking about how much we respect physical prowess, physical fitness, strength, um, skill, meritocracy, thinking about how much we appreciate that. I want you to think about what bits of physical prowess you're going to add to those goals we opened the show talking about today. 
and how you're going to become someone who others look up to. You're going to inspire that feeling of awe by your physical prowess in something. Could be this week, this month, this year. Whatever the case is, have it in your head. If you want to share it with me, by all means, please do. That way, it's one more goal for you. But number two, you're building something that no one can take from you. That no one can write off as like, oh, they're in great shape just because like their dad bought it for them. Can't happen. Oh, that person, you know, they, they have this spectacular car. How? Well, they worked off their butt off to earn it, to go out and buy it. Well, that person, they have their own business. Yeah, good for them. They had to work their, themselves up to it. So find the meritocracy that you're going to blow out of the water this year or this month or this week or whatever. Find that meritocracy and then put the work in to really shine. I know the flex fighters that we're going to deal with this Friday are going to do the same. And I look forward to seeing all of your successes as well. So that is all I have time for this week, guys. All I have for you. To that end, my friends, as always, you can reach me via email, senselianelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. I'm at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. You can find me. <clears throat> I'm sorry, that's my school's uh, Facebook. Excuse me. On Facebook, I'm Sensei James Leonelli. Pardon me. On Twitter and Instagram, at Sensei underscore Leonelli. Find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. I already gave it to Facebook. The Twitter and Instagram is at tsmma underscore smithtown. Uh, you can find Sensei's Weekly Mindset, the podcast, on Instagram, at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. You can find everywhere I'm at the on the internet at my link tree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. That has my social media. That has a contact me, me site. But even more importantly, uh, that has all the information for our sponsors, flex fights, that kind of stuff. Make sure you tune in to Throwdown Sports this weekend. Doors open at 4.30. First fight, I believe, is scheduled for 5. Um, but again, check the website, throwdownsports.com. I'll be on there, of course. Make sure that you guys leave a rate and review. It just helps. Make sure you guys subscribe. Get your new episodes every Wednesday. Most importantly, though, please, guys, make sure you share the podcast. It's the only form of advertising that I have for the podcast, so I very much appreciate it when I see you doing it. Thank you for that. Until next time, my friends, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the map.